0: everybody, welcome into the latest edition of the MLB Extras Yankees podcast. Tim McMaster here along with our Yankees reporter Brian Hoke. Brian, we're going to uh, continue the positional previews on the podcast today talking about the bullpen, which could be historically good. We talked about that last year, and it's true enough again this year with a couple of different names, so we'll talk about that. Um, you're already in Florida. You had to get out of New York City in the cold weather, although I will tell you Monday and Tuesday in New York. It was actually in the mid-50s and sunny and pretty warm, but you're by the beach, and I'm in Kansas City where it's 14 (laughs) degrees. I think you win. You're winning.
1: Yeah, I'm not exactly at the beach, but uh, close enough. Um, The Yankee minor league complex, um, you know, not exactly a hot spring break destination, not like Clearwater or whatever, but uh, yeah, can't complain about the weather, 75 and sunny, and. A ton of players down here. I'm, I'm impressed by the early turnout. Um, I, I think there's a lot of guys who are hungry to make an impact or kind of reclaim their stock in some cases. So uh, there's been a lot of activity over at the Himes Avenue Complex. It's been fun to watch.
0: Oh, one more thing we need to get to before we get to the bullpen, and that is uh, Aaron Judge did some talking this week, and somebody asked him about Bryce Harper. Um, And he didn't squash any rumors, that's for sure. He basically said, oh, we would figure it out. We'd welcome him with open arms. Let's listen to Judge, and then we'll react. Yeah, anytime you can add an MVP to a team, it's going to make him better. You know, so it's... um... It just all depends on where he wants to go, man. You know, Machado, Bryce Harper, any of them, man. He's got more speed than me, man. He's, yeah, yeah. Wherever he wants to play, wherever he wants to play, we'll make it work. Probably not what Brian Cashman would have told Aaron Judge to say, but uh, it is what it is. And as long as Bryce Harper is still a free agent, Brian, we're going to continue to hear teams like the Yankees. Um, thrown into rumors even if they don't want any part of it.
1: Well, you know, uh, first let's start with the judge thing. What else is he supposed to say there? Is he supposed to say no, I don't want Bryce Harper in the Yankees outfield and I absolutely would not want to play alongside him? I mean, that that's silly. Of course, Harper makes the Yankees better and if he did wind up in the Bronx by some turn of events, same as Manny Machado, I mean, they would welcome him with opening arms. I think that uh, for the players, from a player's perspective, they want the best possible players on the team because they want to win the World Series. Now, uh, you talk about a lot of other things and then you get into the business side of it and then you start to kind of pick apart why a huge contract to one player can be an albatross and cannot work but that's for the front office to think about the players always want the best possible players on the field and they'll figure it out later so I, i i have no problem with what judd said i didn't really have a problem last spring when he kind of openly lobbied for manny machado to be a yankee Uh, I think it just makes sense from a player's perspective that you want the best players on the field because you want to win as many games as possible and be the last team standing in October or November.
0: Absolutely. And we keep waiting. And Harper and and Manny Machado still both out there. All right, let's move on to this bullpen now. Um, It's going to be a good one. The question is how good at the end of the day. And there's some a lot of articles about out there with advanced metrics saying this is how good it could be. It could compare to this team or that team. But let's just go through it. Um, and, and figure out how it will all break down. We'll start at the back end and work our way up. Arodis Chapman is back for another year with the Yankees. Um, he's shown chinks in the armor a little bit over the last couple of years, but he's still going to be that guy who's throwing hard in the ninth inning. Um, are you confident Are the Yankees confident that he will remain the closer The entire 2019 season when there's so many other good pitchers in this bullpen.
1: Well, I think that if he loses that job, it's not going to be because of underperformance. Put it that way. Uh, There was a, a month of the season last year where he had to take a sabbatical. The knee thing just kind of cropped up and became unmanageable. But I think if he's healthy, Chapman gets the ninth inning and then you work backwards from there. Where the Yankees are so blessed is they have so many different guys in this bullpen. And I know we'll get to them all, but... Uh, you could plug them in and as closers on probably 25, 26 other major league teams right now, and it would be an upgrade over who's there. So this is really a elite power bullpen. Uh, Chapman's got the huge financial commitment. He's got the, the hardest fastball in the history of the game. Uh, so he gets the ninth inning, but uh, there's certainly a lot of capable options that can fill in behind him or take over if they have to.
0: All right, let's get to some of those options, um, because when you think about the next kind of group of guys in that bullpen, you're Dylan Batances, Adam Adovino, Zach Britton. I'm not sure how they fit into the innings, and maybe it d- differs from night to night, but if you had to have your guess of who will get the majority of eighth inning action, which of those guys do you think?
1: You know, I asked Larry rushall that today, and he said it's still too early and you still have to go through spring training and figure out which guys are throwing the ball well at the end of camp. But how about this? Zach Britton has changed his name to spell it Z-A-C-K, so he's already picked up his first K of the offseason or, or the but, um, new season. Thank you very much. Um, I, I think that Dylan Batanz is going to get first crack at the eighth inning. And then you can fill in Adavino, Britton, uh, leading up to him. Chad Green had a huge strikeout stuff a couple years ago. Kind of took a little step back last year, but still very serviceable. So I, I think that – and let's not sleep on Jonathan Holder either. I, I think Jonathan Holder did a nice job last year, kind of continued to raise his stock. Uh, he belongs in that conversation as well. So if you're going to go uh, – a starting pitcher hands the ball after six innings um, or five innings even – you've got a lot of ways you can mix and match you can go batter by batter lefty righty so far we still don't have that uh kind of decree from the league office that you have to face three relievers so you can match left on left right on right and uh, the yankees got some good ones out there but they've also got lefties who can get righties out and vice versa so there's a lot of uh dominance in that bullpen a lot of different ways that it's going to work for aaron boone and I i think it's even stronger than it was last year and it was a pretty good bullpen last year
0: yeah, it's funny you brought up the Zach Britton thing. Apparently, his name's always actually been with a K, but he never really noticed that that people were spelling it with an H, and uh, and now it will be officially changed, so I uh, look forward to that.
1: That's weird. I, I mean, if, if people spell my name with an I, I notice. I promise you I do. So uh, maybe he just didn't want to make a stir. I, I can't wait to ask him about it in person, I'll tell you, but it, it's a... It's a strange thing, but if that's how he wants it, that's fine. You know, the Yankees have a bunch of those where uh, CC Sabathia got rid of the initials in his name after he came over to the Yankees. But um, at DJ LeMay, he was another one of those guys. So, um, you know, hey, however you want to see it in print, I, I guess that's the most important thing.
0: Yeah, the Yankees lead the league in lack of periods um, before initials. With
1: but DC. they have Jay App, who does have the periods. Who so, does, yeah. but you know. doesn't
0: pronounce them separately. So
1: no, yeah, we could <laughs> talk about this all day. Couldn't we?
0: Yeah, we could. All right. Fun with names. Anyway, sometimes guys come up as rookies and don't want to rock the boat and say anything and stay quiet. And then down the road, they end up uh, making the official change. All right. So Britain's the lefty there along with Chapman as far as lights out guys. Um, do you think they care? Does he end up facing more lefties because he's a lefty? Or, I mean, he's a guy who was the best closer in baseball a couple of years ago. Um, It doesn't really matter. But just the fact that he is a lefty, does that factor into when the Yankees use him?
1: Um, I I think it could. Obviously, you feel very comfortable bringing him in against a lefty if you had to. But, uh, you know, as we've talked about, this is a a guy who can get both lefties and righties out. He has no problem with that. So, I, I really don't have too much of a problem however they want to use him I know he had some struggles against lefties actually strangely last year uh, but I think that last year is kind of a wash for him because he was coming back from the Achilles surgery and get traded midseason. season um, you, you didn't see the complete Zach Britton I think what you saw from September on is a better gauge of what he will be in 2019 and beyond that because uh, you know coming back from a surgery I mean that that's a that's a tough thing for a pitcher. You kind of got to relearn all your footwork out there and, and learn to trust it again. By the end of the year, he was trusting it. He was dominant again. And uh, you saw Aaron Boone put him in higher and higher leverage situations. So I think that um, whether it's a lefty or righty Boone and Larry Rothschild are going to have a lot of trust in Zach Britton and, uh, we can deploy him in a lot of different ways.
0: All right, so all of these guys, for the most part, have done it in New York, except Adam Adovito, who comes over from the Rockies, but he's done it at Coors Field. I'm not sure what's trickier, dealing with the pressures and, and life as a Yankee, or having to come out of a bullpen to face a power hitter at Coors Field. I guess we'll find out, but is there all the confidence in the world that Adovino won't be bothered by just being a Yankee?
1: I, I don't think so, especially because this is a guy who grew up in New York City. He wants of this opportunity. Um, I, I think that his biggest problem is probably going to be managing ticket requests and uh, things of that nature. I, I think that there's going to be a lot of attention from his friends and family that he'll have to deal with. But um, on the field, I, I think that Adovino showed if you can pitch in Coors Field, I mean, to paraphrase Frank Sinatra, if you can pitch in Denver, you can pitch anywhere. And um, with that kind of Nintendo slider that he's able to use, I mean, it's so much fun to watch. I, I think that it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that come out of the bullpen. and um, not a whole lot of fun to watch if you're 60 feet and six inches away, I'm sure. But, uh, I, I think that he really resuscitated his stock. Um, you know, the story by now about him working out in a, uh, what used to be a shoe store in Harlem, kind of retooling himself, using some high tech gadgets to, uh, break down his mechanics and really came back last year and had a dominant season for the Rockies. And, um, I, I think that he's continued a lot of that this offseason. he said. So, um, there, there's really no reason, especially coming back down to sea level, that uh, that shouldn't carry over for his time as a Yankee
0: so if you can pitch in Coors Field you can pitch anywhere and if you can make it in New York you can make it anywhere I've heard
1: yes I I have heard that uh, I believe so yeah uh, good 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 (laughs) words to live by
0: Uh, this uh, this podcast is going down in flames anyway uh, we will move on here Um, you look at the the names Chapman, Batances, Britton, Ottavino, Green, Holder, Canely. That's seven. Bullpen usually has at least eight, if not nine. Um, where's the? Who else fills out this group?
1: I, I think they're probably going to want a long reliever um, to fill out that group. So I, I would think that Domingo Herman is probably the most likely guy to be on the opening day roster. Um, he does have an option remaining. So Luis Sessa is out of options, but I think that Sessa um, would have to have a really good spring to to power himself back on the radar to be the first choice there. Um, they're they're going to want somebody who can eat up some innings. Um, you know, it still remains possible. They could go out and get a, a guy on the free agent market, um, especially now here in February where some of those veteran starters, I'm thinking of like a Gio Gonzalez. They're still hanging around out there. If you can bring in a guy like that, uh, who could make some spot starts for you. That might be something the Yankees would be interested in, especially given there's uncertainty with CC Sabathia. But just based on who's on the roster right now, I would say that Domingo Harmon would probably be my first choice if I were the Yankees. Um, and Jonathan Loizaga and Luis Sessa would probably come in behind him um, just based on... Uh, Past performance, potential, all that good stuff. But I think that uh, the Yankees are open to the idea of having a sixth starter at points. Um, I think it depends on the schedule. And, um, you know, they don't want guys to go seven or eight days without making a start. But uh, when that guy's not making a start, he can be out there in the bullpen kind of eating up innings.
0: Certainly going to be interesting. They're going to be lights out. If those starters can go five, man, the Yankees are going to be tough to beat here in 2019. You can follow Brian on Twitter at Brian Hoke with a Y, not an I. See? helping you out here and i'm there at mlb underscore mcmaster you can find all of our club podcasts at mlb.com backslash podcast on google play and apple podcast as well that'll do it for this edition of the mlb extras yankees podcast for brian hoke i'm tim mcmaster thank you for tuning in